listening to Double Exposure with Sophia Lemon and Petro, a photography podcast on both the creative aspects and business side of photography. Join the conversation now on Facebook at Double Exposure Show Group. And here's Petro and Sophia. Hello and welcome back. This is Double Exposure Show with myself, Petro, and Sophia Lemon. This is episode 42, and you can find show notes for this episode on doubleexposure.show slash episode slash 42. Join the conversation on Facebook in our awesome community, the Double Exposure Show group. And uh, today we're talking about scam artists. Yeah, very exciting. Did you do something to your voice? Because when we started recording, your voice got super deep. No, this is me. <laughs> um, the difference is that when I when I record, I, I speak the regular volume that I speak. And then when we first Skype, I speak very low, not, not frequency low, but volume low. So it is actually completely different. <clears throat> yeah. You sound like you have, you know how like helium makes your voice go really high and then there's, I don't know what it is that makes your voice go really low, but it sounds like okay. you like sucked Oxygen. up some of that stuff and no, <laughs> I think it starts with a Z, like some sort of something or other. <laughs> I don't know. Zebra? Z. Zebras. Yes. Zebras. Zebras Zebra. make, <laughs> make your voice go really low. <laughs> is it zebras or zebras? Because I do like the word zebra. I think it's zebras. <laughs> and if uh, if they were magical animals, they'd be zebra cadabras. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to know something like, that I noticed? Yes. Um, I think that since you have become a parent, I have yep. like gotten more patient. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, uh, I I do notice that you're a lot more. Uh, laid back in the conversation we have when I'm like, I'm so tired. I'm running late. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, okay. <laughs> Whereas rewind a couple of weeks ago, you'd be like, son of a bitch. What the? <laughs> I would never say that particular sentence, but yeah, pretty much. That's true. That would be disrespectful to my mother. Yes. Plus you don't, you know, you, you don't know her. Yeah, but, true. Um, <laughs> so you may be incorrect, but uh maybe no, I, I maybe that. like <laughs> okay so you will be incorrect Jeez, don't don't put bad things in my in my mouth like, <laughs> okay even that sounds bad how do we recover from this yes i am more patient now for some yes, reason I like i don't know what happened like you two became parents and now i am like more chill <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome i think i think it must be no i i don't have a explanation for that i'm not even going to try to guess it so but all i can say is i'm very happy very happy for you with your baby very happy for me <laughs> oh yeah of course she's so cute <laughs> she's awesome she makes the funniest little uh, noises like a pterodactyl almost so <laughs> oh no <laughs> picture picture a baby sleeping all of a sudden she's just like <laughs> and i can't even Aww. replicate it do you laugh but, when she does that Oh, yeah, we can't help it. <laughs> um, um, I made a sound effect the other day in the gym, and, like, I make sound effects reasonably regularly. And one of the girls was like, do you go moose hunting? I was like, no. She's like, that sounded exactly like a moose. And I was like, wow. um, <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Are you calling me a moose? And then what's the difference between calling someone a moose and calling someone a cow? Like, <laughs> Are moose... T technically cows 
No, but I mean, you no. call someone a cow and it's an insult and moose are bigger for sure. Yes. Why would you call somebody a cow? Because they're big? You Just being I'm, a jerk. You only call right. someone a cow if you're being a jerk. Okay. So yeah, I'm never a jerk, so I've never called anybody a cow. Well, you yeah. told me what you called the apple guy on the phone, so... Yes. Well, and he wasn't the Apple guy. He was a customer service, <laughs> the Apple phone guy. customer service from Apple. <laughs> the guy who replaced Steve Jobs. Yeah. No, not that guy. That guy's cool. <laughs> Tim Cook's the bomb. Um, I won't repeat it here because it's not nice. But um, what's new, Sophia, <clears throat> besides you being super chill? Um, I didn't play baseball last weekend. What? So guess what I did? Holy moose, what'd you do? <laughs> I went and watched some baseball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to one of my and? friends, I was like, yeah, so our tournament's been canceled. I'm just going to come watch you play. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, it was fun. You can, you can take the girl out of the baseball, but you can't take the baseball out of the girl. No, well, I'm going too I, far here. <laughs> like, I took, all, I took all of my stuff just in case, like, because it was co-ed, so if they... If someone ended up being injured, then I would be available to play. Um, and he was like, well, hopefully I can get you in a game or something. I'm like, I really don't care. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, and then afterwards, he's like, I'm sorry, I couldn't get you in. I'm like, you have. No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I just sat That's there and fun. watched and, and snuggled with some doggies and met a very handsome hmm. and polite chocolate lab. He was very nice. He, he said <laughs> hello to me. And I really appreciate that. That's very polite. And tonight you're going to the movies. Yeah, I'm going to the movies tonight. Okay. Not with a handsome and polite chocolate lab, though. No, but I totally would. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to watch um, Despicable Me 3 because minions are amazing. However, <laughs> I, I watched the trailer and there was like no minions in it at all. And I'm a bit concerned now. <laughs> They'll be in there. They're, they're just going to be... Because it's not the Minions movie. Which I love Minions. I think I think the whole concept is hilarious. <laughs> it really brings out the inner kid in me. And know, right? Their language is just awesome. Like kids don't even <clears throat> care about Minions. It's for the adults. Adults are like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. <clears throat> Some kids do, but yeah. Um, one of my friends was used to knit uh, these really funny winter hats. Mm -hmm. And they were basically, they looked like Minions. So... Um, I had her knit me one, but oh my God. it did not look good. Oh my God. I just, I just have such a big head. Um, did not look good. No. So, well, being a parent is really cool. Yes. Um, she's, she's great. Uh, the dog is great with her. That's really good. Yeah. How about the cat? Can't ask. Cat keeps trying to lay on her. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> She's probably like, I must warm the child. Yes, I think so. The problem is Tokyo gained like five pounds in the last year. <laughs> she is so heavy to pick up now. Yeah, and you probably just she don't definitely... want her to roll onto her head. No. No, so Tokyo hasn't slept in the bedroom for almost uh, a year. Oh. Um, and every night she tried, like every, it's without fail. Like you cannot train a cat to do anything, I'm telling you. Yeah. Um, and it's not true. There is a, a Russian uh, entertainer uh, whose last name is Kuklachev or Kuklachov. I'm not really sure. That is an unfortunate name. And not in Russia. They love it. There. Well, yeah. I assume that they don't have a Ku Klux and, Klan. Well, <laughs> well, he's not the Ku Klux Klan. Joke, but, <laughs> uh, 
but I see your yeah, I see how you can. I just ruined it for you, together. didn't I? No, it's <laughs> he trains cats. You should you should Google him. Oh um, he has a cat show where they <laughs> walk like the high wire. They they stand on the front paws. Like they do everything. He's regarded really highly as like a very good animal trainer. So <laughs> um, I'll send you a link or two okay. or three. Uh, but anyways, uh, so you'd think that you could train the cat to just be like, okay, listen, you don't sleep here, but no, she keeps trying every single day, <laughs> every single night. Or if we leave the bedroom door open, we come home, we find her in bed, like just, Aww. um, even this morning I found a tuft of, uh, her hair, like in my bed. I'm just like, how, how did you lose a tuft of hair? Like, <laughs> really what happens is she's sleeping on the bed. Tank comes over and grabs her and pulls it out. So it's a good time. Um, I had other things to share, but, um, I don't know. I'm losing my train of thought. The, the experience is amazing. She's, uh, she's really a good child. She sleeps very well. Um, <clears throat> you know what that means? Through the night yet. She's, yeah, she's, she's going to be, be a terrible teenager. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> but, um, you know what? I, I feel that kids are a product of their environment. So we're going to. I'm sure she'll probably be fine. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to try not to be dicks about it. Oh, right. Yeah, that's a good plan, actually. <laughs> and um, I had great example from a lot of friends. So mm-hmm. I, I've, I've seen how they raise their kids and pretty cool. Um, where am I going with this? Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I love bathing her. I love everything about it. She's just so tiny. This tiny little leathery creature. <laughs> just too much fun. Um, I had her on my chest, um, on my bare chest a couple of uh, days ago, actually maybe five days ago. And she's got such neck strength. It's ridiculous. Like for a newborn, I never realized how much strength they may actually possess. Mm -hmm. And uh, she flipped herself uh, over like from her left side to her right side, Uh but not on her back, on her chest. Like (laughs) literally her little butt just went up in the air and then she just like twisted her torso on my on my chest and i'm i'm looking at this like what's going on this kid's possessed (laughs) but she's freakishly strong so definitely my child i guess um (laughs) what are you saying that hannah's weak nope 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 just (laughs) i don't know my own strength um sometimes i pick things up really really heavy and then Two other dudes are like, okay, thanks. And they go to pick it up and they're like, yeah, what the heck was that? What do you eat? <laughs> but um, that's all That's all I'm good at is picking things up that are really, really heavy. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, I believe that. Anyways, <laughs> um, other than that, um, doing very light, light photo shoots. Like we got one today. Uh, it's another house. Uh, this time in St. Thomas. So it's a bit of a drive. But mm-hmm. um the agents I photograph, they they get hooked on the stuff we do and uh, they keep calling. So no matter where they list, <clears throat> even if it's in another city, they call us and they want they want the work. So we go and do it. But that reminds me, I want to tell you a little yeah. story. You should. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So I use Tave, as everyone probably yep. knows at this point, because I talk about it all the time. And I've been putting a huge emphasis on selling actual products. So one of the things that I did um, is I'm sort of changing how I structure my sessions. 
um, <clears throat> I'm moving towards charging a larger portrait fee, which will include a credit um, mm -hmm. for prints to sort of be like, yeah, people like you actually have to buy prints after your session. <laughs> exactly. Um, or you, you're technically pre-selling them in the package, exactly. right? That's, that's essentially yeah. what it is. But what I do with the sessions is in the quote in Tave. So what I do is I make up the quote and then I email it to them. So that will include the required parts of their session. So their session fee and any mileage that might be included. Mm -hmm. And then I can include um, recommended products and suggested products or optional products. So mm -hmm. in like the basic quotes, I've just thrown in a few products in there that people might like, like portrait books and stuff like that. Um, so I just sent a quote out to a client a few days ago. Um, and there were like, I never expect anyone to buy anything from the optional list. I just put it there so that they see the prices so that when we do mm -hmm. like proofing afterward, they're not like, <clears throat> whoa, whoa, whoa. I did not know it was going to be this expensive. So it sort of helps set their expectations. <clears throat> so this, this client, their session fee was like $500. And then I got a notification that they had paid their session fee and I open up the email and it says paid a thousand dollars. And I was like, Mm -hmm. Oh, what did they screw up? Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> so I like log in and they had added a book to it, um, which brought it to a thousand dollars. And then they sent me an email saying, can we add more stuff to that? Cause we're going to need more than that. And I was like, uh, nice. obviously <laughs> that's the client you want. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I w I'm so excited about this client because talking to her on the phone before I set the quote, she's like, yeah, I've like read your stuff. And she's like, I just really think we're going to get along well. I was like, this is perfect. <laughs> nice. <clears throat> no, anyway, awesome. yeah. So I'm finding that setting expectations with people for pricing is like helps a lot and not being like, yeah, like it is going to cost a lot. Or like, how much is a book? Yeah, a book is like seven hundred dollars. No, like. Well, if you if you're speaking like that, you're literally talking yourself out of the sale, right? You know? So just putting that <laughs> stuff in the quote seems to help because people are like, okay, this is how much it costs. Like. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <clears throat> Goodness, we're having some issues here. <clears throat> Throat yeah. clearing break. <laughs> <laughs> Cut this out. <laughs> um, it's funny we were talking about that, eh? Um, <laughs> <laughs> the example I have is, let's say you go to a place where it changes your oil and you're like, oh, what about synthetic? And the guy's like, uh, well, it's going to it's gonna be a lot of, it's really expensive. Yeah. I I often ask people, well, why do you offer it then if it's, <laughs> if it's expensive? Or why do you charge that much? You know, there's clearly a reason. So either fix your menu or... Stop doing that. Stop talking yourself out of sales. Um, but uh, the, your business model is, is actually very similar to what we do. Uh, we used to charge five ninety nine for a portrait session. We bumped it up to six eighty nine uh, moving forward, just because of uh, things being a little bit more expensive. Mm -hmm. And the six hundred eighty nine dollar fee uh, session fee includes five hundred dollars uh, of print right. credit. Right. So I was wondering how much you were including in that because I have changed mine to five hundred dollars, and basically what I've said is that. 50% of your session fee will be put towards prints. 
but then I think like um, I want people to be spending like twelve hundred, fifteen hundred dollars with me, so I don't feel like yeah. two hundred and fifty dollar print credit is enough. So I want to bump it up and include more so, of credit. So I just I was wondering what well, you were what you were including. What was your session fee before <clears throat> the print credit? Well, it was like a hundred and twenty five for half an hour and. 200 okay. for an hour so i changed it to like 250 for an hour but frankly i don't care how much it is for an hour i want them to buy a whole bunch of stuff right right so in this so, case you should probably do at least 350 <clears throat> right? 350 and print credit yeah <clears throat> gotcha yeah. in my opinion right because because yep. then that covers 150 towards your hour so to speak yeah so ours um this is this is for up to 60 minutes as well and technically 189 dollars goes in our pocket uh, for for the session, if they never order any prints, then we get full five hundred dollars. Yeah, like they now, forfeit that. And I, I'm I'm trying to include language as well that says like the credit is not transferable to another session or right. service or person. Um, it's for you to spend on your prints. <laughs> Probably valid to say that. Um, See. So I actually, speaking of language, I actually worded that it's $500 credit at 20% off list prices, meaning that whatever my list prices are, this $500 credit is actually, actually has, uh, it's more like a $600 credit mm -hmm. because this credit is at 20% off. And then furthermore, I say uh, for any additional products ordered during booking, you you will receive 20% off as well. Oh, that's Meaning, interesting. I need to write this down. Yeah. Whatever you prepay for, you get 20% off. An example is, let's say a 16 by 24 inch print is $200. Yeah. Well, the client, the client's uh, uh, price is technically 160 So $500 of their credit goes towards this. It would only be 160 If a 24 by 36 canvas is $400, then the client's price is only 320 uh, so if they wanted to buy a 16 by 24 inch print and a 24 by 36 inch canvas, well, they've just used $480 of their credit. Okay. Mm -hmm. And now <clears throat> this $480 is pre-tax. Pre so when you add HST to it, whatever it is, um, about $70 or whatever, you will you will take a five hundred dollars away, and they only owe you a couple of bucks for for taxes, which is fine, completely fine. But in their eyes, they're actually getting six hundred dollars worth of product, because this credit is at a discount rate from list. Yeah. So, so now, basically, you put a you basically you put a twenty percent discount on up to five hundred dollars. Or. Yep. Yep. They, okay. Well, this five hundred dollar credit they can use, and, and it it can, it can be confusing for some people. So I just say, listen, don't worry about it. Like I'll take care of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I basically tell them once you log in, um, you'll you'll not only have a credit at the checkout, but all the fees will reflect a twenty percent discount up to this five hundred dollars. So mm -hmm. uh, moving moving forward, what what I what this encourages them to encourages them to do is to actually uh, spend more money mm -hmm. prior to booking. Uh, prior to the photo session, because they say, oh, we get 20% off if we do it all within, and we already get $500 sort of credit free. Yeah. Um, they're like, okay, well, in that case, we would also like this and this and this and this. Now, yeah. uh, because I do my all my own printing, uh, and I don't outsource anything except for, like, books, um, it's really easy for me to do this, right? Um, 
and really the list prices are sort of the MSRP prices. They're they're by no means inflated. They're they're sort of the price that the most expensive photographer would charge you. Mm-hmm. It's just not prices that if I if I if I was doing <clears throat> business in a different way where I just where I just sold things after the photo shoot, my prices would be probably a little bit lower than the list price anyways. So yeah. this twenty percent that I'm giving away isn't really a big deal for me. Um, it's a great incentive for the client, and it is a true savings because you know I do. I do sell things at list price after the fact. Um, even if people really try hard to talk me into it, there, it's very rare that I'll actually bend and say, yeah, okay, let, I'll give you the 20%. And the reason I do that is because I, I, I really want to be firm on it so that they don't tell their friends, oh, yeah, don't worry about it. You can just buy stuff after and you'll get 20% as well. Yeah. <clears throat> um, this 20% rule um, has been working really well for me. We also do this during weddings. So when people book their wedding, when I, I try to pre-sell them a book as well as a canvas or anything like that. Um, and even additional services, whether it's extra hours or whatever, I tell them that if you book it prior to the wedding date, you get 20% off. <clears throat> so if, uh, if the bride wants a wedding album but not sure about parent albums, I tell her, look, the incentive here is you can get them for 20% off. And mm-hmm. I and I tell them, if you don't, if if after the wedding you say, you know what, I don't actually want the parent albums, don't worry about it. I say, I'll refund you the difference for the parent albums. <laughs> and the, the, cool, the cool part is that nobody, they're really happy about it. They're like, oh, well, it's a, it's a no-brainer then. We will buy them if we don't use them, we don't use them. In... The last 10 years that I've been doing weddings as a, uh, like one of my main streams of income, mm-hmm. only one person ever refused the parent albums afterwards. Yeah. So I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm really am like, it's not a big deal. So, um, a lot of times people too, um, what I, what I will tell them is, well, since you paid, uh, $800 for your parent albums, but they're actually, uh, at 20% off, you actually ended up paying 640 or whatever it is. Um, I tell them if you'd like, you can actually use this $640 towards $800 worth of other credit if you wanted to buy a canvas or whatever. So I still tell them because you prepaid it, it doesn't have to be parent album. So that's sort of my last uh, effort at making sure they don't cancel the order. Mm-hmm. You know? um, but like I said, I only ever had to refund it once. And it was because they're just like, you know what? Like, our parents don't really want it. We're just going to print a bunch of photos for them. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. That's fine with me. So um, that's my 20% rule, and it seems to work really, really well well for me. Um, again, I <clears throat> encourage you to try it, but I think I think you have to be able to sell it. You have to be able to uh, um, position it well. If you're not confident in, in how you sell your things, it might come off a little bit. Like you're trying to, like... like you're trying to discount your stuff so that it sells. Yeah. yeah. Well, if, if you don't believe in it, then it'll, you'll see it, right? Kind of like, well, it's really expensive. Are you sure you want to order it? You know, if, if, that, if that's how you come off, then mm-hmm. yeah, you're not, you're not going to get anything. Yeah. Uh, so. so speaking of the topic at hand, <laughs> um, 
we I'm sure we could segue this, like connect it to getting scammed, yeah. but I don't know that I'm that smart today. So, <laughs> well, let's let me add it to what what else is new. So I got an interesting text message yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we decided to do a little <clears throat> bit of a role play. Sophia is going to be this text messenger. Yes. Clear your throat. <clears throat> <clears throat> Are you ready to begin, Petro? Yes, Ronald. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, this is Ronald. I would like to know if you do videography services and did you accept credit card as payment? Hi, Ronald. Let me know if you do the services. Okay. Thanks for the prompt response. I would like to book you for my son wedding. Please let me know if you are available on 28th of July at 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. The duration time is six hours service. So get back to me with the total cost for the six hours service, six hours custom packaged and footage on DVD, professional editing of entire footage, three to four hours of edited footage, so get back to me ASAP. Mm, 12 to 5 is 5 hours. Yes. Where did you get 6 hours of service? What is your son's name? What is his fiance's name? How many guests? Location? That is exactly <clears throat> what I want. So <clears throat> let me cut now if you can handle that for me or if I can reduce the time. So let me know the total estimate. How many people is the wedding party? How many guests? Will there be any people in wheelchairs? That will that will be 100 to 150 guests. Nope. What is your son's name? What is his fiance's name? Is this a same-sex wedding? I don't understand this. What is your son's name? <laughs> I want to know whose wedding I will be attending. So we can make the title slides ahead of time. You need to have all the facts before you call to get prices for a wedding coverage. Do you have all the facts? <clears throat> My son name is Jane and the fiance name is Doris. You named your son Jane? Okay. Where is the wedding taking place? London. Where in London? What is the venue? I will forward you that once the arrangement is set. I will tell you how much I will bill, uh, it will be once I know the venue, <clears throat> as different venues require licensing and permits, so prices vary. Okay, how does $1,500 per hour sound? No, that is much. Have you had other quotes? If I knew the venue, we could do a much better price. Okay, hold. 40 Westmore Drive, London, Ohio, 43140. Thatty is the venue. Hello, are you there? Let know the total estimate, including the taxi. <laughs> What's the name of the venue? I'm in London, Ontario, not London, Ohio. Followed by a screenshot of the venue, which is a house that's for sale. <laughs> this is the venue for your son's wedding? Shame on you, Ronald. Can't you afford something better than a house that is for sale? Well, clearly you don't have a lot of money or smarts. So I will do a six-hour coverage in a five-hour time frame, 12 to 5, and it will only cost you $150 per hour. Is that fair? Is the scam over? 
Did I win? <laughs> Clearly the baby has you a little bit more frustrated than you think. <laughs> <laughs> At what point do you think that I knew it was a scam? <clears throat> um, the first message? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, um, right. And I hope you guys enjoyed our little role play. That was, it was really fun. It was really <clears throat> hard to... Um, read that. Not do an accent. <laughs> no, to read it verbatim because it's I know. not, you know, proper English. Yeah. <laughs> and how Which, do you say tax with an E on the end? <laughs> taxay. <laughs> Ta- taxay. Um, um, so the first the first warning sign for me was the, the area code. And that, that should be... Oh, that be... was... <laughs> oh, sorry. The phone number area code. I got you. Phone number area code. Yeah. <clears throat> it was uh, 443 <clears throat> and anybody who ever texts me because they they realize oh hey this business number is actually a cell phone mm-hmm. they're usually from a 226-519-416-905-663-705 like it's Ontario you know all of those postal codes are within a six hour driving t- and, and mind you so is this place but none are ever from US people from US either email or call and Mm-hmm. Anytime people say things like, hello, this is Ronald. I what? would like to know if you do videography services. And did you okay, accept wait, Hold card- on. Yeah, just slow down. I'm yeah. just going to say, so, and if they email or call from the States, they're like, hey, I live here, but I'm planning a wedding here. And, you know, like they don't, <laughs> Yeah. they sort of give you all of the details up front. Absolutely. So, yeah, and the area code. <laughs> so, yeah, so I'm a little too excited about this, but I'll try to. Um, I'll try to basically get, get calm down a bit. Okay, so um, for <clears throat> for me, the first thing, well, obviously I said the first message, but it's the the English is not fantastic. So mm-hmm. uh, proper grammar. If they're not using proper grammar, if they're texting you from an odd number and like their grammar is not fantastic. The whole first message just makes me go, what the heck? Mm-hmm. I've I've gotten text messages for videography, too. And I'm like, I'm clearly not a videographer, so I don't know where you got my information. I've gotten texts for catering. And I'm like, not a caterer. Hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> well, like I said, texts aren't unheard of. I I can probably count on my both of my hands the amount of texts I've got in the last 10 years <laughs> for, the, for this. <clears throat> um, I'd say... 99% of our messages come from Facebook because we yeah. use Facebook as a marketing vehicle. So people, act, if they don't call or email, they actually message us on Facebook through our messenger service. Um, in this case, the first warning for me was the area code. So as yeah. soon as it was, hello, this is Ronald. Um, I would like to know if you do videography. Second was, you know, they're, they're inquiring what service you do. Well, yeah. it's safe to assume that if they Googled for services in London... They probably Googled London, Ontario videographer, right? Or London videographer for wedding, whatever it is. I shouldn't be coming up. If for some reason I come up, it it should kind of be like, okay, well, I Googled this guy. So obviously he does videography, you know? Um, But the second warning sign and maybe even the first warning sign that if you ever get a text message that that Mm -hmm. asks you if you accept credit cards, Mm -hmm. do yourself a favor, just delete it. Yep. whether you accept credit cards or not, it, that's not the issue here. It's the fact that this is this is where the, the scamming begins. This is where they scam you. Yeah. 
So okay. they're they're using someone else's credit card. <laughs> yeah, this is a completely stolen identity. And on the credit card itself, the name is Ronald. So um, that's no doubt exactly what it what happens. Now I at first I used to ignore these, but yeah. lately I I like to play with them. Mm-hmm. So in nowhere in my conversation with him was I actually serious. I really mm-hmm. wanted to see how far I could take it. You know. Um, so besides the area code. And uh, the fact that he asked for credit cards, it's the uh, sense of urgency that I need help soon, you know, like July 28th, uh, 12 p.m., all of of these details, uh, there's a sense of urgency. And if you're not booked, you could really sort of fool yourself to think, oh, my gosh, I have a legitimate, like, booking here. I I might actually be able to make some money. Mm -hmm. And so you tend to ignore... Um, some of these warning signs and, you know, kind of fall for it. And you, you're like, all right, well, maybe, just maybe, I'll be able to work on this day. Um, so I looked in the calendar and this day was a Friday. So I was like, okay, well, that's legitimate. People do get married on Fridays. So, you know, the, not necessarily a scam for that reason. Yeah. Uh, in the past, I've had people quote me dates that were on like Wednesdays. And so I'd be like, are you, are you sure you're getting married on the Wednesday? And they'd be like, no, the wedding is Friday. I'm like, well, is, do we have the right date? Yes. <laughs> you know, like you're clearly not doing any of your own research. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then my favorite was that, you know, weddings from 12 to 5, the duration time is six hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, well, that. That you're terrible at math <laughs> unless they count 12 1 2 3 4 5 oh that's six <laughs> but um you know it's it's little things like that little warning signs like that that you you just kind of shake your head and go okay what what is up with this guy um so if you're if you don't want to be a dick like like i like to be and you know um basically take advantage of the situation and um, put this person in their place, your option is to try to get the details out of him. Um, like I was trying, kind of like, where is the, where exactly is the wedding? You know, what are the names of the people? Uh, et cetera, et cetera. I'll tell you right now that a hundred percent of the people that inquire about a service like this are going to be scammers. So only do this if you really want to make yourself feel comfortable, you know, try to find the details about it. And almost always they'll, they'll hide the details. And like, you know, what's your son's name? My son's name is Jane. At what point does this person actually think like, yeah, I'm going to get away with this, (laughs) you know? So no doubt that this, this person somewhere overseas, um, maybe, you know, in the continent of Africa, even, um, who's running an app uh, that allows you to get a, a local number, mm-hmm. who doesn't know the geography of things, uh, clearly got a number that is trying to book something in London, Ohio, and accidentally got a hold of somebody in London, Ontario. Now, we, are, we do have an international reach. We do work internationally. So um, quite often, if you Google us, we will come up in other searches. Now... This is a, a great example of somebody not being not knowing their geographical area because they're not from North America. And yeah. so to him, London OH, London ON, who knows? Now, 
in the Cyrillic alphabet, the letter N is actually the letter H. So like uh, in my language, I'm Ukrainian, I'm from Ukraine. If I looked at the OH, in my language, that would actually be ON. So there's a really good possibility that this person's actually either Russian, Ukrainian, or whatever other alphabet uses the Cyrillic letters. So um, that, that to me, it's going to be very difficult to narrow down who it is. But the, the fact of the matter is you don't have to worry about who it is, where they're calling from. Just you have to be able to identify this and basically just delete it and say no thank you or quote a ridiculous price and see if they if they <clears throat> uh, take you up on it because yeah. if they do take you up on it then it's it's a huge red flag that's a scam yeah so i was gonna say <coughs> um i've just pulled up an email i know we talked about this guy mm -hmm. who was scamming me like a few months ago um or attempting to scam me a few months ago um <clears throat> And I kind of went with it over email. And so I quoted him a price. And then basically mm -hmm. what they'll do is they'll immediately accept that price. And they'll be like, yeah, we'll pay you that right now. Um, and then, oh, there is an additional favor that they need. Yeah. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and read what this guy said to me. Um, <clears throat> Clear your throat. Yeah. Otherwise it might crack a little bit. <laughs> um, so I'm skipping over the first part of the email, but basically he said, I will give you my card to charge for your service and the limo driver fee. So he's asking me to charge additional money on the credit card and then pay the limo driver. You will charge your fee, then charge an additional $4,000 for the limo driver. Yep. No limo driver is $4,000. Nope. As soon as you charge it through and it approves, you will forward it to him so everything can be set for the event. Reason I am asking you for the favor is because I just got out of intensive care and my psychiatrist strongly advise me to minimize the stress I go through, else I might develop severe weakness and tiredness. I am willing to offer you an extra $100 as tip for your assistance. Bear with mm -hmm. me. I will be authorizing and responsible for all the charges on my credit card. <sighs> Please get back to me by email so we can proceed further with the next step of action. So I knew from the beginning that this person was scamming me and I kind of went with it to see what would happen. And mm -hmm. <clears throat> I was like, can we get on the phone to talk about this? And this guy's saying, no, we can't get on the phone because I'm on a submarine. Exactly. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm on a submarine, but I just got out of intensive care. <laughs> and yeah. my, yep. my psychiatrist thinks I need to minimize stress. So I'm on a submarine. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, sir, have you considered going down to the deep sea yeah. in a submarine? Yeah. They will reduce your stress grateful, greatly, you know. Oh, man. Um, and I actually you know ended the, up... the sad part. Well, I actually ended up submitting this guy because this guy emailed me through wedding wire and through <clears throat> um the knot and mm -hmm. i noticed some other vendors were getting the same email because some of my friends were asking me about it so i ended up reporting this guy i took all of the headers from his email and sent it to the uh anti-spam thing for the government mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. um yeah 
I can hmm. hear baby. <laughs> no such thing. <laughs> She's a perfect kid. She does not cry. <laughs> so if, if you're not really understanding that it's a scam right from the get-go, and some people don't, which is fair, um, <clears throat> they're going to refuse to get on the phone with you. And then they're mm -hmm. going to ask you for a favor, and that is to charge a whole bunch of extra money on credit card and then yeah. send it to someone else. <laughs> and this is just, exactly how the scam works. Yeah, just don't do that ever. <clears throat> you know, did you ever watch um, Teen Mom? I don't know why you would, but I did for sure. <laughs> yeah, I did not. So one of the girls on Teen Mom ended up getting scammed. <laughs> <laughs> someone was going to buy her car, and I think, I think that yes. was the situation, and then sent her extra money. And then had her send that extra money. <clears throat> so she deposited this check in her bank account, withdrew the money, and then um, sent it back to them. Yep. <clears throat> and ended up, you know, going into overdraft in her bank account because uh, the yeah, check was, it was bogus. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's a, that's getting a little harder to do. So they're doing it with credit cards, and what they'll do yeah. is they'll steal the steal your identity. <clears throat> they'll ask you to quote them. For a service, you get really excited and they say, all right, you want $3,000 for this wedding? Cool. Well, we're, I'll send you five. The limo driver or the cake decorator, they don't or accept whatever. credit cards. Do, yeah. you, do you mind just giving them the difference? And so what you do is you'll charge, let's say, five grand. Uh, sometimes there's actually a person who shows up to your house to collect the cash. And they'll be like, hi, I'm the cake decor decorator. Um, you know, our mutual client said that you would uh, charge the money, blah, blah, blah. That's creepy as hell. I have never heard of yes. that, and I would not uh, do that. Well, this, this goes back to the car scam. Because with the car scam, uh, what would happen is, you, you let's say, this, this happened to me when I was selling um, a car 10 years ago. Uh, it was a BMW 540, and it was kind of a forest green color. So it was a really hard car to sell. And the it was probably up for about a week, and then finally somebody, uh, no, actually I took it down because it was a little, a little priced a little high. I was a little bit more optimistic, so I took it down, and I reposted it the next day, um, asking I think two thousand dollars less. Within half an hour of it going live, I had an email, and basically it said, "Hi, I am really interested in your car." Um, I am actually in, uh, Dubai or wherever yeah. they were. Um, we were going to, we'll go, we're going to need to ship the vehicle. <laughs> um, I would like to send you $2,200 extra for the shipping expense, uh, because you'll need to pay because the way it works is you'll need to give it to the person who picks up the, the car. So I'm like, okay, this seems legit. <laughs> and he's like, so. Uh, I'm sending you, you know, $2,200 more, $200, keep it for yourself, but the $2,000, give it to the person who comes to pick up your car. So not only was I about to give the car away, I was about to give an extra $2,000 to the guy picking it up. Now he would have probably driven it around the block, dumped it and walked away, um, with two grand in their, in, in his pocket. And the person who, um, got scammed, <clears throat> he wouldn't be out any money. It would be me who's out all the money because mm -hmm. the way it works with credit card fraud is, you know, the reason you signed your credit card on the back is because you agree to the terms and conditions and you agree that if you're scammed, they're going to protect you. Mm -hmm. you know, so always sign your cards. Like I know this is off topic, 
But people, when you write CID <laughs> on your card, you're, you're, you're not doing yourself a favor. Literally sign the card, call it a day because you're protected by the rules and regulations and the laws that govern the credit card people. Anyways, back on topic. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so what happens is you're out two grand cash and you're out the car. In this case, what will happen is when they send you, let's say they send you five grand for your services, $3,000 goes towards the wedding and they're like, okay, give the $2,000 to the decorator. When you send that via Western Union or e-transfer or whatever, you're sending your own money and that $5,000, it will get charged back because at some point, the person whose credit card they stole, whose identity they, they stole will realize, hey, I've been, I've been scammed myself. And they're going to report it and the credit card company is going to do a chargeback and now you're out the two grand that you gave to the decorator. Mm-hmm. And the person whose credit card and whose identity they stole is only out the convenience. Yeah. You know, they're, they're only out their time. That's it. So you are the target. You know, don't feel bad for the for the people who didn't safeguard their identity very well. Um, but be very vigilant about stuff like this. And photographers are being targeted all the time because, let's face it, this is a very hard business. You know, there's a lot of people who are struggling to to book things. And any sort of glimmer of hope with a booking will get you too excited and you will you will ignore the signs. You will ignore the fact that they're asking whether or not you accept credit cards. They You will ignore the fact that it's bad language skills. Maybe you don't even see these language skills because, you know, here in Canada, we are a melting pot of uh, um, all cultures, right? So maybe your language skills aren't really <clears throat> well, good and you don't and recognize it. You know, you I'm know, not making fun of anybody. People don't use, like, good grammar, Um in text and for example so i want to book more weddings in toronto and you know it's a little bit more multicultural and maybe their english legitimately isn't that fantastic but i will tell you that legitimate clients will make an effort to use appropriate grammar when they're getting a hold of you (laughs) absolutely no it's it's absolutely true so what can you do what can you do so first of all google the number Google yeah. the phone number. If it comes up in threads being another scam, yeah. Um, well, there's your answer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you can't Google the number, if it doesn't come up, call the number. Pick up your phone and call it. Mm-hmm. If it says you've reached uh, a text to a texting service, guess what? There's a third party using a texting service. Red flag. Um, do not give your email out. They're going, do not give out any personal information, any addresses, nothing. Just do not. Quite often what you'll do, what they'll do is they'll actually send you a text and they'll say, hey, um, got your, got your information, was hoping you can send me an email so we can communicate there. Don't do it. Um, best not because now they have your email, they possibly have your name and the, and then they have your phone number. Um, they can start searching things and finding out additional information about you or even calling other places and providing other information to get personal information about you. Now, this scam isn't just limited to people collecting um, service from you or uh, trying to hire you for service. It's also if you're trying to sell equipment Mm -hmm. and photography equipment, if you're selling it on Kijiji or whatever the U.S. equivalent is, Craigslist, I guess, 
you are a number one target. I mean, whenever I post an expensive lens on Kijiji, within five minutes, I get a reply. Hi, is this still available? And it's like, are you freaking kidding me? I just posted it, right? The reason why you, the reason why you're getting it so fast is because, uh, services like Kijiji, they offer notification services. So when, uh, a Canon lens gets listed, these scammers get notified. And as soon as they get notified, they send you a text message. Now, they should be smart enough to know that when they get a a notification to either wait or not to say, hey, is this still available? <laughs> because like, it's like, I just listed it five minutes ago. Of course, it's still available. I wish it was sold. <clears throat> and they'll, they'll quite often say, hey, um, I will take this lens, you know, um, what is your lowest offer or whatever. And um, I'm actually going to do a search here because I may have some of these here. Yeah. Hi there. I saw your listing on Kijiji and am interested in an application. My email is blah, blah, blah. Um, okay. So mm-hmm. whenever you get uh, a text like that and you're like, okay, well, clearly they want me to email them and you email them, just stay away. So... <laughs> I was renting uh, an apartment, actually. That's why it says, you know, I'm interested in an application. Here's my email. Um, Like, Kijiji offers a service where people can email you. So people can call you. So why are you texting me? And the reason is you're trying to scam me. And what would happen in this case is this person actually did. They were pretty persistent. And she's basically like, I'm tr- I want to rent this place without seeing it. I'm going to pay you for three months. Uh, I want you to hold it, blah, blah, blah. Now, when it's when you're really having a hard time trying to rent a place out, this might be something that's very lucrative. And you might be like, yeah, let's do it. But at the end of the day, there's no protection for you. If you fall victim for this and you lose all kinds of cash, there's no insurance for this. You're, you're literally out the money, you know, um, Another really common uh, scam for photographers is the family reunion. Have you ever had anybody contact you about a family reunion? It's possible that I had it recently, actually. Usually it's like, um, most of the time their name is Michael. And it's usually Mm -hmm. like, hello, my name is Michael. And they always say, I will like. They never say, I would. Well, sometimes they say I would, but I would like to know your availability day in august 6th of 2015 for you know three to four hours of service um and then they'll they'll be like i also need portrait work done after the photography work is done after the event you know i would like you to get back to me with your availability in august uh it is a family reunion and also do you accept credit card and now there's your red flag it's like you know so they'll give you all all kinds of information and then they'll they'll just drop. Do you accept credit card? Yeah. If that's the case, just run. Do not do not take anything from these people. So, um, if you're unsure, if you get uh, an inquiry like this and you're just unsure, you do have a safe place to to get an opinion. It's it's our double exposure show group yeah. Facebook page, yep. uh, or rather rather group Facebook group. Um, get on there, take a screenshot, share it with us, ask some questions. We'll definitely be able to give you some guidance when in doubt just walk away 
It's not worth it. it. The risk is too big. You're better off, you know, if if a thousand dollars is at stake, you're better off taking that thousand dollars to the casino and putting it on on mm-hmm. on black. I've just looked up um, a PayPal page, which is all about different scams and frauds. Okay. So I'm going to link to that in the show notes. But That'd I just great. want to recap by going over like a few ways to recognize if it's a scam. Um, mm-hmm. So. They're probably going to be sending you a text message from outside of your area. If it's by text or by email, the grammar will be a little bit off. They probably will guess the wrong industry for you. And they're going to ask about credit cards. If for Mm -hmm. some reason you don't pick up on the scam at first, they're Mm -hmm. probably going to immediately accept whatever quote you send them. They're going to refuse to get on the phone with you, and then they're going to ask you for a favor. Could you withdraw extra money off of the credit card and then send that to someone else? (laughs) Yeah. So um, how to avoid scams? Generally, deal with people you know. It's easier in a small community like mine where I can go onto Facebook and see if these people have mutual friends. And if they don't, it's probably Mm -hmm. a little bit questionable. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Um, Take the phone number or email address and put it in Google and look it up. Because if it's a scam, other people have probably experienced it before and they will be posting online about it. Um, Yeah. That's about it. And if yeah, ever you just don't it. feel comfortable, you don't have to respond to people. If you get an email and you're like, uh, I just don't feel good responding to this one, then don't. You don't have to respond to them. You don't have to. That's yeah. right. I mean, don't all of a sudden stop responding to people altogether. But yes. be very diligent. Be very, uh, you know, do your work, do your homework. Um, I, I'm trying to think of what other advice to, to give, but, but really just be careful. Um, it's so easy to, to fall into this. The thing, the problem is I know people who, who have, um, I know people personally, I know people who sat in my living room telling me the story, you know, (coughs) excuse me, like, um, Hannah's sister's, uh, boyfriend was sitting in my living room telling me a story about the frustration he was having with this lady on Kijiji who uh, wanted him to mail an item he was selling for like seven or eight hundred dollars prior to um, him. I don't. I don't know the details, but but as soon as as soon as he told me this, I was like, "Stop! Hold on! How did she get a hold of you?" Text message. I'm like, "What's the area code?" He's like, three one three. Like that doesn't raise any suspicion for you. He's yeah, like, "Well, really. no. Where is that from?" I'm like, Not you're going to be out here, five, 600 here. bucks. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and then a, a former student of mine sold his uh, digital SLR, uh, sent it, sent it to Africa, hmm. uh, got a $2,000 PayPal transaction. And 10 days later, that money was taken away and he yeah. had already withdraw, withdrawn it. So all of a sudden he had a negative $2,000 PayPal balance and they said, you have 30 days to replenish it or... You know, we'll send it to collections and basically yep. you're you're screwed. And not only was he out the money, he was out the camera. 
it was yeah. gone. And he's like, yeah, I couldn't believe it because, um, you know, I was only asking $1,500 for my camera, but they said they'd give me two grand just to send it to Africa. Like, that was awesome. <laughs> I was like, dude, that wasn't, that. that's not a red flag for you? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, no, just, he's just too nice of a guy, too naive. And what do you do? All right. Well, check out our show notes on this one because I'm going to write up some yeah tips and then there i'll will, tell you there'll be links as well but if you're unsure then take a screenshot and post it in our group yeah you can find our group on facebook double exposure show group and the show notes that sophia's speaking about you can find them on double baba no you can't find them on double baba you can find them on double exposure dot show slash episode slash 42 Thank you, Benjamin Edward, for this beautiful artwork that uh, graces our Facebook profiles and <laughs> all of our iTunes uh, art. And the iTunes offers this awesome service where you can rate people. Oh my gosh, you should do it. <laughs> Only the cool people are doing Wait it. Wait a minute, don't we have some new ones? Scanned. We do have some new ones. We should save it for the next episode, though. Okay. Um, yeah. So go to doubleexposure.show slash iTunes. <clears throat> give us a five-star rating. Uh, the virtual high five, so to speak. Uh, ben Sound is where we got our music. It sounds pretty cool. I bet you're loving it right now. <laughs> and um, hope you enjoyed our episode about not getting scammed. <laughs> Until next time. Hey, okay, bye.